Hello and welcome to Landings with a Flair, the podcast where we supplement and support flight training. This is Captain Teresa. Thank you for joining us for a three-part series where I interview Captain Gemma from Indonesia. In the first section, we will discuss how flight schools can provide accelerated training. We will focus on Captain Gemma's Academy, the 14-day Pilot Flight Academy. These conversations were recorded in October of 2021 and were the second set of conversations we ever recorded on Clubhouse. As usual, there will be some variation in audio quality. We hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversations. Welcome aboard. It is a pleasure to have Captain Gemma here. Captain Gemma, you are coming from Indonesia and you have a lot of experience. We would love to hear a little bit about your background. What do you currently do and how did you get interested? Yeah, thank you very much. I'm Gemma Giordi. I'm PhD of finance. So basically, I'm an investor, trader in the financial market, stocks, forex, commodities, cryptocurrency, and everything. So we own a research company and then like a trading academy here in Asia. We're based in Indonesia, and also we set up a company in LA, um, in states. And also, I really love aviation since I was a child. I think it was three years old, and it was my dream. I learned everything about aviation by myself since long time ago. I don't have money to go to the school to flight training. And even my mom, she didn't agree for me to become a pilot. She was so scared because I think she had like single engine experience long time ago when I was a child. So she doesn't want me to become a pilot, period. And finally, I need to find a job and set up my business, get some money. And finally, I have a dream that yeah, I have to become a pilot. And finally, I found that the accelerated training program is familiar in the United States. Then I think that I will do it. I will make a record in my pilot school stuff. Then I become a pilot. Finally, I finished my private instrument in 24 days back to back. It was like a world record. I got lots of support from examiners, from my instructors back then. And then I set up my own accelerated flight school. You know that as a 14-day pilot flight academy, we based in Van Nuys, California. And I fly the Citation 5 jet in Van Nuys as well. And now I'm doing my 737NG PIC type rating. It will be in November. So I teach a lot about aviation, building the community. I really love what Captain Teresa do because this same like me. I mean, we have same vision to build general aviation around the world. So I base in Indonesia, so we travel a lot. We fly as well here in Indonesia, Singapore, Malaysia, and Thailand. I do some ferry pilot stuff. Last 2019, I flew from Malaysia to Gold Coast, Australia with the Zeros. It was a ferry flight, very nice one, traveling across the nation. The continent with that little small airplane is really challenging. Yeah, so every day I'm doing my business in finance and when I have time, then I'm teaching flying. But unfortunately, during the pandemic, it's already like a year and a half. I'm not visiting US because yeah, it's a lockdown everywhere. And finally, next month, I will go back to States and taking my Boeing ratings and fly a little bit there. And I will be really excited. Yeah, that's what, what my life is. Thank you so much for introducing yourself. You are an ambassador for aviation. 
First of all, you can work with pilots from Indonesia and in the United States. The 14-Day Pilot Academy is in Van Nuys, which is in California. And so you can translate the two cultures really well. And also, a flight instructor, I've always believed, has to be a good ambassador because we have to take difficult subjects and then make it easy for students to understand. I was watching your podcast and your YouTube videos, and I was watching how you instructed, and I can tell that you're a natural teacher at heart. Thank you very much. Yeah, and congratulations, because I can tell that your success was really gotten through hard work. Some people have a lot of outside help, but I can tell that you were a self-made man in the sense that you had to work hard for your own success. Yeah, there is no easy way. If you want to create something great, there will be a sacrifice. And that is all. I put everything in aviation when I focus into because I know we have to make some changes, especially the countries here in my region, Indonesia. We're still in the development country, especially in aviation. We want our aviation to become better. So they need like a role model. So we learn a lot from states and encourage people here how to meet the standard and how to apply all the tasks standard from the FAA, then people here can learn and then can can improve their safety. I think that's really matter for me now. That is so important. And that is the real heart of a pilot. So I have to ask you about the 14-Day Pilot Academy. What does that offer that a lot of other schools don't offer? I mean, it's it's unusual to have something that accelerated. How does that work? How does that make things efficient? Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah, thank you very much for that opportunity. So I found about the accelerated flight training program. It was developed in Texas, 1991, I believe. Some guy there developed the syllabus in the part 61 flight training um, that everyone can become a pilot they can learn even before they jump into the real flight school like the formal education so based on that i jump around the pds that time and also the far aim um also the fundamental of instruction i learned how people learn and why those people take so long to become a pilot it's not about the flying because when we learn about driving a car it's all about the skills and we can develop our skills if we do like a block practice we train everything at the same pace over and over again. When we get some plateau at one portion, we can move another subject and build the skill in other subject. And finally, that will incidentally support the other weakness area. So based on that perception, I jump into my own program. I finished that on the 14 days on the private pilot. I finished 10 days in the instrument rating. If you take take a look in, in states, a lot of people over the 14 days on the private pilot and 10 days on the instrument rating, but it's absolutely not easy. You have to work really hard to make your students committed. In our academy, we fly like Monday to Sunday. We provide two airplanes for one student, three dedicated instructors for one student. It's like a tailor-made. Each student is like an athlete. So we sell the program a little bit higher than the average, but it's all about commitment. So we start the flight training like 8 to 9 a.m. when the weather is good. And normally 80% of the year, California offers a good weather. And we fly, we do a ground during our lunch. And we stop flying after five to six hours flying every day. We got a break in the middle. And then after we done the class, we continue with the ground training at night portion over and over again until they are ready for check ride. Normally, like private pilot, and the day 13, day 14, they're already ready for uh, sign off. 
So that's how we do it. Before the flight training start, the student must complete their knowledge test. So that's also the obstacles of a lot of people who want to take the FAA flight training. They normally a little bit scared about the test. Then they pending to do the test. And then the flight instructor keep changing over and over again. And that will never happen in our school. So before the students started flight training, we already booked the schedule of the examiner. So let's say we have a deal, they pay the down payment today. They already got the check right schedule in the next 15 or 17 days. So it's like a very strong commitment. You have the date of your check right. So we are counting down and we do whatever it takes to make you ready. So before we start, then you have to finish your knowledge task. Um, they can learn from King Schools, Glam or Sporties, as whatever he needs to learn. Then finally, he go for the test center and come back to me with the knowledge test, minimum 80% done. Because we don't like when students come with the 70%. Normally, if they learn seriously, at least for the private pilot, 85 to 95%, they can earn it. After they come with the knowledge test, then I start with the oral game. So every day, that will be around two to three hours oral session. Give all the scenario-based questions based on the ACS. Make sure that they can correlate all the knowledge to become a solution, right? And then after that, we go fly. Yeah, um, that, that happened from private, instrument, commercial. And our biggest achievement is I got one military student from Singapore. He is a military army captain. And he decided to become a pilot. So he came to our academy. And finally, I finished him from scratch, commercial instrument, 80 days straight. So that was amazing game. And I saw him doing all the training, like Monday to Sunday, without any break. What he did is just go to the airplane, coming back for six hour, study, have a little jogging, and then flying again. So he committed to do it for 80 days straight, and finally he came back. So his check ride has been done in Van Nuys and Oxnard with the Van Nuys Visdo examiner. As you know, in California, South California, especially in LA area, is not easy to pass the check ride. A lot of details. The oral exam was like two hours, three hours. Yeah, and, and he made it. So it's like achievement when we can shape a student and create student like that. And now he back to Singapore and waiting for the airline interview. And some of our students already jumped to the airline, some charter jet here in Indonesia. Wow, that is so impressive. Now, do you find that if they do it really quickly, that it's mostly in their short-term memory and then they need to keep flying to put it more in their long-term memory? They can't just stop flying right after that? Or what is your, your experience with that? Yes, that's exactly happened. That's why our philosophy, we talk with some examiners around the states as well. The philosophy, why the FAA give the students a ticket, like let's say you go for 141 school, the private pilot minimum is 35 hours. So let's say the students pass with 50 hours, then they back to their country and then flying here. I told them, hey, the FAA give you the ticket. It's not just because you're a pro pilot. You're just a bare minimum, and the FAA wants to give you an opportunity to learn more. That's why when you earn your commercial, doesn't mean you're really pro-commercial. It's like an entry level as commercial pilot. So our commitment, when the student pass from our academy, there will be unlimited ground training that we regularly do for the students. So when we have new students, we have like a Zoom session or a meeting. Then we invite our previous graduates to come back 
and to join our class because they may forget things because when they come for the oral they may only memorize all the concept and as long as the examiner hear or listen whatever they want to hear they can just pass but the fact you know that the safety is not works on that way so we keep motivate them to learn and we provide them with a lot of simulator session after they graduate so let's say they graduate for private then we will train them for instrument for free in the simulator when they come to our facility and encourage them to go for FAA safety, a lot of being credit over there, and keep studying, get a new ratings. So that's what we do. That is so impressive. It sounds like you're doing it correctly. There are some imitators who want to just kind of sell a program that looks good, but they don't know how to actually do it to work with the way that the human brain learns. And Because really, we're not computers. We're organic, biological creatures. And it sounds to me like you really understand how the long-term and the short-term memory work and like you're genuinely interested in making sure that the training is reinforced. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So now to move on a little bit, I know that someone from the audience was wondering this, and actually I was going to ask you this anyway, as we're getting close to the end of 2021, what do you believe the outlook is for pilot jobs in the world? I mean, you probably know more about the various parts of the world than I do. Yeah, I do some research in 135, 121 operators here in Asia. I can say that i following all the cycles since 1997 and then 2001 since the 9-11 stuff, um, another crisis 2008. So we are pretty similar with the 1997. And if you take a look to 1997-1998 crisis, the waiting time for a pilot who's looking for a job after they fresh graduate from the flight school, normally they graduate from Australia, New Zealand, even the stage, it's about seven years until they get a job. So I believe that the cycle will repeat itself. Then this time during the pandemic, the pandemic will not over at least for the five years period. So if we got a first outbreak around 2020, so this drama will over 2025. But remember, the time goes on and a lot of pilots retired and the aviation industry got an obstacle this time, but it will not last forever. I mean, 2023, 24, a lot of retirement happened around the world and I guess more than thousands pilots will be needed. So in terms of will people need to take a flight school now, I say yes. Why? Because a lot of discounts now over. Like, I get my type on the 737 is really great deal. I pay about $9,500 for the type rating of 737NG. The normal price, it was like $12,500. It's because of Thanksgiving flash sale. So I took it, right? But when everything recover, you will never get a chance to get a discount. So my advice, a lot of people, the airline industry will get a massive retirement and they will keep buying an airplane. Even though now, some, some airlines, they file bankruptcy. In Indonesia, we got our national carrier, Garuda Indonesia, got a lot of troubles with the massive debt. And maybe they can be bankrupt now, but some airline will come and they're still hiring. And the main problem now is for the newcomer to gaining hours. That's another problem. So here in Asia, Southeast Asia especially, if we talk about our country, you don't have to have 500 hours on type to fly the jets. 
that's amazing. So if you are fresh graduate from the flight school, you can just jump into the jet airplane, like the 73 or 8320. Some airlines will, will need you. They will call you right away okay, and join our airlines. That also happened in 2009, 2010. That was a booming time for Indonesia. And I think a lot of Asian country, it was a booming time after the crisis of 2008. And it was a bullish period. It's a very happy period for four years, 2009 to 2013. Then it's a little bit slowed down for pilot recruitment. Um, then it's going sideways until this pandemic. Then my prediction is 2024, they will massively hire a pilot again. So we better get ready now. Thank you so much for saying that. That matches a lot of what we've been seeing in the United States. You know that I'm a regional airline pilot. The regional airlines are already doing everything they can to expand their training departments as quickly as possible. They're getting new simulators. They're trying to increase their class sizes, sometimes almost double what it used to be. And then the major airlines are starting to offer better and better incentives for pilots to come there because, of course, when the major airlines hire, then the regional airlines need to keep hiring and it affects the whole industry. It affects the people who are building hours below. So I like what you said about how this is the time to get training, to be ready Correct. for the yes. future pilot shortage. That is excellent. And then, of course, there were so many retirements, early retirements during the pandemic, and there were going to be a lot of retirements anyway that it does all add up. This is Captain Teresa. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you were one of the people being recorded, I thank you. If you were one of the people that we edited out of this recording, I beg your forgiveness. There were many reasons that this episode may have been edited, including length, audio quality, and accuracy. We don't always have the right answers. I ask you to view this as entertainment and not as a replacement for formal instruction or advice. If you want to send constructive feedback, or if you have questions, feel free to contact us through our website, landingswithaflare.com. You can view announcements on our Instagram account, landingswithaflare. You can also join our live conversations on Clubhouse in the club pilot flight training. If you got value out of this podcast, please consider subscribing, sharing, and leaving us a positive review. Wherever you are in the world, we wish you happy landings.